0: Wham! I like slam into somebody. We turn around, and it's him. And we start dancing together, and we've never left each other since.
1: Welcome back to the Single Parent Conflict Podcast and back to a now ongoing series called The Single Mother Conflict. Just want to get some housekeeping items out of the way first before we get to our guest. If this is your first time listening in, I'm your host Demetrius, a former single parent who at the time had no idea what direction I would be steering towards to overcome the challenges of, well, being a father. After gaining a lot of insight, education, and a ton of patience, I now want to give that information back to you, the parent, whether you're single or not, to stay motivated and inspired during your parenting journey. I'm so excited to have this guest joining us. She's a former single parent who is now married and helping her husband grow his business. She's also celebrating her child's upcoming college journey. Man, I can't wait to hear her inspiring story and advice on how to balance business, family, and life. Please welcome Shirlene. Yeah, so Shirlene, how's it going? Thank you for joining the podcast here.
0: Oh, no problem. It's going, my dear.
1: I <laughs> can <laughs> hear a little bit of sarcasm in your voice.
0: <laughs> it's going.
1: It's been a pretty busy year, right?
0: Been a very it's been a very busy year. Okay. Um, I'm a complex person, so it's hard to roll everything up into one, but it's hmm. been a very crazy year.
1: Yeah. is uh, What do you say? Positives, more negatives? What do you think?
0: I don't think anything is negative. I feel like in life, um, we're going to go through different things. So I, I think we're supposed to take something out of every experience. So I don't look at things as like negative. Hmm. It's just it's just, it's just something that needs to happen to sometimes get us to something else like stepping stone. So I don't like to really look at it as negative. It's just, sometimes it's frustrating, but not so much like negative.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. F, yeah. the, F, the F word frustrating. Yeah. More <laughs> but frustrating. It's, it's a learning, like you were saying, there was a learning path. Like, you know, yeah. if, it, if it's frustrating, you have to go through it. It's probably something to learn from it. Right. So,
2: yeah.
1: Um. So uh, where are you originally from?
0: So I was born in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands.
1: Virgin Islands. Oh, really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. born in Virgin Islands. So
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, I came here. We moved here. It was me, um, my mom, my brother, and then my, it's my, would would be technically my, he's not my bio, he wasn't my biological dad, Mm -hmm. but he was the only father that I ever knew. Um, We moved here when I was probably like six.
1: Wow. Okay. And then what, what made you move?
0: Well, we moved to Allentown, I guess I should say, moved to Allentown. Okay. Um, Lehigh Valley. Um, my parents moved because of just opportunity, you know, just, you know, coming to America. My dad wanted to, you know, work. He was a, he was a diesel mechanic. He used to work on almost, um, you know, on big rigs. So just came here for, he came here for work.
1: Gotcha. as as most things are, you gotta work right so yeah, wow, okay, and he just kind of stuck around after that then huh
0: yeah, actually his his my dad's now I think about it my which might have been a reason why we picked Allentown was my dad's um nephew, which they're they were they're really close in age, they're more like brothers than nephew like you know uncle and nephew mm-hmm. um he was living here, so that might have been part of the reason too. Why we uh, came here? Like why he knew about Allentown? You know what I mean,
1: right? Because it's like of all the places in the United States, like why exactly there? But so you,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that so probably like, is like why we okay. ended up in this area.
1: Okay, and then is he still around uh, the the that family member?
0: So my father's deceased. Yeah, but my um, but my uncle ranny is still around. Yes,
1: gotcha. I'm sorry about your father. He's
0: still, thank you
1: go gotcha. to okay um so kind of like now fast forwarding, I know you're moving because of your father, your parents, so then now so you're a parent now, um how many kids do you have?
0: so I have one biological child I have a a son that is um sixteen, he'll be seventeen this month on the twenty ninth
1: ooh happy early birthday,
0: and, yeah, and then I have I have three, I have, well, I have, um, four, I have, I have five more step, I have five stepchildren. Okay. So I have, um, I have Josiah, which is, um, Josiah is, is 14. Then I have naraya She's um, nine. Then I have, um, Lexi. Lexi is now what? 22. Um, I have Ayana. Ayana is now 20.
1: And then I have Latasia. Latasia is twenty four. Wow. Okay. So, oh, teens all the way up to adults. There, that's crazy. Yeah. How has that been? So I know a lot of those. I know your stepkids, right? Um, and but your son, biological, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what at the time? Because I know you have your son. You're married now, but that wasn't the case like before. So you can talk right. about early on, like the the kind of you um, having your son and and what kind of led to you just kind of being on your own with your son.
0: So um my my son's biological father and and myself we parted ways. We parted ways when my son was probably about 2.
2: Okay.
0: About 2 years, about 2 years old. Um he he did not he was I don't want to say he was weird but he um didn't stay, he did not stay in the Lehigh Valley. Okay. When when we parted ways, he actually moved to what I what from what I remember, he moved to Puerto Rico. Okay. And then from like Puerto Rico, he moved, I think, to like Florida. Then from Florida, he ended up leaving the country and he lived like in Russia. Oh, then wow. he lived in um vietnam where he stayed for a long time okay and um i really don't know where he is now um so yeah so he pretty much just kind of like was gone he was just he was gone not not involved so probably wow. from like my son's turning 17 yeah. so probably from two when he left two to 17 my son has probably only seen him three times wow ever. yeah
1: and he just left. He didn't say anything. He's just like, hey, "I'm I'm out," and just was gone.
0: Yeah, he just. We had um, we had, we had some um, I guess issues, and right, um, yeah, we had some we had some issues, and the relationship was the relationship even when we he was he was living he was living with me, and the relationship wasn't was already over at mm-hmm. that point, and um yeah so when the- so when things just ended, it's just kind of like he just he just moved on with his life,
1: wow, and you know what i've seen I've seen a common theme I've heard from other people like it seems to whether it be the mom or dad it kind of, the stereotype is obviously the father, right where it seems like they're married to the person and the child, but then once the relationship kind of ends, and it's like the separation of the child also ends too, and it's not one of the same and I never Kind of understood that. I, I that's something I always want to delve into of like why that is because it's not the first time I've heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. we split up. Well, I guess I'm gone then. I'm like, well, that's your kid. That's nothing to do with your kid, right? So, right. I don't even know. But then, so talk to me about some struggles really then that happened. So now he's gone. So what are things you kind of had to deal with on your own then of of now at this point being a single parent, you know, raising your son. Like, what what are some of the struggles that you had to deal with?
0: Um, I think the I think the biggest. I think one of the biggest struggles as a you know, as a single parent, and this is just even sometimes a struggle when you're in um, when you're in a household where there's two parents that are contributing. But I think it's financial. Mm. I think like I think that was the biggest that was the biggest struggle. Um, Just being able to. Financially, like provide from for the household, but also be able to have money for my son and myself to be able to do things, you know, so that was, that was a struggle. Luckily for me, I had my, I had my mom and I had my sister. So they, they used to always help me out a lot with like babysitting and stuff like that. And I also worked, I worked third shift for a long time. So I never had to like, I never had an issue with like babysitting and childcare Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more or less I would say like it was just the finances like I at one point um, like right before I even met my my now husband like I was working two jobs you know I was working all the time you know just trying to provide you know not just have the basic necessities but be able to Go to Dorney Park and get him a season pass and, you know, do all those, you know, not make him feel like he was in a household with one parent. Right. Yeah. So I I would say I would say that's the hardest thing was just, you know, like financial.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, Now. Okay. So fast forward after that. then. so now you meet your husband or he wasn't your husband at the time. How did you guys meet?
0: So me and my husband, we met at, um, the bar no name. Okay. So obviously it was a club, yeah, um, a local club in Lehigh Valley. And, um, it was, it was, I, I always say that it was funny because that night, um, when we met each other, um, I never go out by myself mm-hmm. and my girlfriend that I was supposed to go out with, she had, I don't say she bailed on me, but she wasn't able to go out that night.
1: No, she built and... No, i was kidding. <laughs> she's going
0: to go out with she's
1: that God, nice. she's, I got you.
0: So I was like, which I was m- married before him. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, you know, something I've never done before is I felt like I never kind of dated. Like I never, it was always like one relationship to the next. So I was like in this, this part of my life where it's like, I was going to the clubs, I was dancing. I was meeting people. So, um, but I never used to go out by myself. So I was like, man, I requ- um, I did a switch at work because I worked third shift. So I had to be at work for like 3, 3 a.m. or something like that. I had to be Ooh. at work. So okay. I was like, man, like I did this switch. I don't work till 3 a.m. tonight. So I was like, you know what? I'm going out. And I swear, I tell people all the time, like when me and him met, it was like I was standing in the club, and I swear, like this ray of light came from the sky, and, like it, the roof. It like shined down on him. And
1: sure, I you didn't have this, too many too many drinks at the time. You, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That sounded like <laughs> a little.
0: <laughs> and I see this guy, and he's like, he's like turning, and he's like spinning, he's like dance, he's like like coming onto the dance floor, and I'm just like. I'm like he's so cute. Like he had all this energy, and I'm like he's so cute. So um, he went over to this, to this, to this, um, to this um, woman. This this little Latina woman with, with a big old booty. I still remember she had like shorts on. Uh-huh. He he went over to her and started talking to her. So I was just kind of like, oh okay. So a little bit later on, I'm on the dance floor and I'm dancing, getting it in, and all of a sudden, wham! I like slam into somebody. We turn around and it's him. And we start dancing together and we've never left each other since.
1: Wow. Still but on yeah. a dance floor. So <laughs> you guys never left, right? So for yeah. what it sounds like.
0: We danced all, we danced all night. Um, we, left, we, we left together. He wanted us to go get breakfast, but I had to be at work for 3 a.m. So like we went to, um, he took me down. To, we were trying to go to Waffle House, but they were closed. So we ended up going to um,
1: House is <laughs> closed. Dang, what... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was great. They wouldn't let us in. I still remember. Wow. And um, okay. and, um so we ended up going to Sonic, okay. and got, and I got the worst meal ever. Worst meal ever from Sonic. It was some chicken sandwich. We were in a mm. parking lot. We were just talking and talking and talking. We exchanged numbers. I went. I went to work. I left. I went to work. I called him. And we talked until like 6 a.m., 7 in the morning. Wow. Yep. And then we and then he asked me on a date. And we it was Saturday and we and we were gonna have a date on Monday.
1: And then obviously that must have worked out and
0: yep. the rest so, is history. Yep. Yep. So we went on our date and it was it was the best date ever. And it was history.
1: Wow, and I want to get to your marriage in a second, but I wanted to backtrack because so I completely forgot to ask. So you said at the time you're able to go because were you off of work at that time? Were you or you just the shifts kind of worked out where you were able to go out and like tell me about like what what did you do at the time? Work was so.
0: So I was working. I was working at a company um, called Community Options. I was working with a, um, with adults, You could say with special needs and mental illness. It was more mental illness than anything. So I was I was working um, in a residential home, taking care of 2 um, taking well, taking care of one gentleman at that time. One gentleman. Um, so I was doing I was doing that full time, and then I was working part time mm-hmm. at the job I now work full time at, um, which is still another um, facility. Which deals with people with um, special needs, but I was working. I was working part time in their residential, and I was just picking up hours, doing the same thing, like just you know taking care of people in their home.
1: Um, what do you What um, do, you okay. do you do now as far as the the field you're in currently?
0: So I I, I work as an employment specialist. So okay. pretty much what I do is I help to find competitive employment for adults with special needs. And, um, yeah. So what that pretty much entails is, um, I do resume building with them. I do, um, I practice like their social skills, helping them with communication, ethics, you know, different things like that. And then we do, we do, um, we do interviewing practice, Mm. getting them prepared for interviews. And then I go out, and I scout jobs. I find, I talk to employers. I fill out applications, and I I get them a job. And once they are in the job, I do job coaching. So I work side by side with them to you know get them ready for the job, like to make sure they understand their task and their responsibilities, that they're you know that they're not having conflict with their coworkers, and just try to get everything sorted out and. Um, as they get you know as they fall the job and everything falls into place, then I start doing what's called my fade out process, kind of pulling yeah. back, okay. allowing them to work you know independently
2: mm.
1: wow, that's that sounds extremely important. I did not even know there's jobs out there's so many jobs I'm like not even aware of but that job specifically sounds extremely important, so that's awesome um so then, yeah, I kind of wanted to get your background kind of I wanted to get that in the beginning, but then I waited to the end so besides that so going back to you know the the ray of the sunshine that is your now husband uh, <laughs> that you found on the dance floor um the beam <laughs> of light you saw in the dance floor there um so okay so now you guys hit it off you know time goes by um i'm assuming he proposes to you right or maybe you proposed to him i don't he even know right? proposed proposed. to me. gotcha okay and then you said you were married before so what made you Was there anything you felt that was like, ah, you know what? I don't know if I want to get married again. Like, what was, what was about, what was the thing about him that you're like, you know what? I think, I think I want to try, you know, marriage one more time.
0: Well, I never, when, when, um, when me and my, my first husband, when we divorced, I never felt like, oh, I'm never doing this again. That was never a feeling in, in my heart because I wasn't turned off. I wasn't turned off by marriage because of my first marriage so um my my husband was also married before so since we both were recently you know married that is a conversation that we had like like within the first i think month of meeting each other and dating Mm -hmm. was you know do we see marriage in our future again because i think because of our age we're older and because of our experience, like we kind of wanted to clear things up right from the beginning. Right. Like, do you want any more kids? You know, do you, you know, see marriage? Because if if those things didn't match, we didn't want to waste each other's time. Right. So we kind of like I think that maturity was there where if I was younger, I wouldn't have been asking those questions. It's like, oh, I like him. And we're just hanging out. It was a, it was a lot of mature conversations. Like even when we started um when we first started dating, he was like, you know, let's be friends. He was like, let's hang out. Let's be friends. Like let's not just be quick to throw like a title on what this is. You know what I mean? Type of thing. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of real conversation.
1: Gotcha. So any these late 20 year olds, early 20 year olds, listen, maybe take a tip from that, ask those. Well, I'm, I guess when you're early 20s, you don't really care, but late 20s, maybe you start caring. Maybe ask those questions early on. Um, and then, okay. So then what would you say then um, were the struggles like transitioning? So now you're married, right? It's great. Mm-hmm. You got the honeymoon phase. Awesome. Now it's like, all right, now some time in, what are some of the things you had to struggle now you have your you said early on he uh, he has his kids you have your son like what were some of the struggles of like okay, now we're married what are the things you have to adapt to on your side and maybe even his side too
0: i think I think the biggest thing i like as far as adapting to is the like the honeymoon is over mm-hmm. like you know it's years in we it's like you know when we When we when you're first dating, it's just like about I think simple things. Like now we're married. Now it's about you know, Shirley, what does your credit look like? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know how much debt do you have? Like Mm -hmm. you know, now it's about really getting to know you know a deeper a deeper side to the person. You're having a lot of real conversations, like you know, uh, my husband. You know, my husband has a business. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, financial talk. Like, so I feel like, I I feel like we don't have, me and Benjamin, we don't have struggles. We communicate really well. Mm. And again, a lot of it I feel is because of where we've been. We've had those marriages and those relationships and the children. And Mm. we are, we work really hard to make this work. So I would say that the biggest changes I would say is just you, um, you get to know the person better. Like I know, I know him better than the day that we got married. And then I think what was interesting is when he proposed to me and I said, yes, you know, that was in 2018, but we didn't get married because of COVID until 2000 and what, um, 2021. And the person that I said yes to in 2018, I felt wasn't the same person that I got married to in 2021. So I feel like, you know, you get to you just get to know the person better. So I feel like that was the biggest thing. Like, like I got to know my husband better. And there was just certain things I didn't even realize about him. And there's things that he didn't realize about me.
1: They say so he has a, a business. So. Um what kind of business does he have? And is this something that you already had before you guys get married? Or is it something that was introduced kind of later on?
0: So he, he, um, no, he, he, he has. Okay. (laughs) So he has a trucking. It's, it's a trucking business. Mm -hmm. So he, um, he, he's, how do you say it? So he's a, he's a sub, he's a contractor. Okay. Um, he, he originally started in trucking with just driving for somebody he worked for um, a company as as a driver um he already had his this an llc he just mm-hmm. wasn't doing anything with it
1: so it sounds like he's like a, a what they call it like an owner operator kind of thing right
0: that's exactly what he is he's an, okay. he's, he's an owner operator gotcha. um so so yeah so we're we've been in the process of this is like a new fresh thing Mm -hmm. more or less because he's, he started off with the one truck and he's the one that he's the one that operates and drives and drives that truck. And, um, we've been, we, our goal is to grow and have a fleet of trucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, so he just recently got his, he just got his second truck, which means now he has a, you know, a driver so, you know, we're trying to learn how to how to manage that, because it's a lot different when you have one truck and you're like, you know, you're worrying about fuel and toll and stuff for one truck. And now you have a second truck. It's um you don't realize how different it is, how much work it is.
1: All right. Sorry, everyone. We had to cut this interview short. Charlene and I just had way too much to talk about to put just in one episode. So tune in next week to hear part two of our conversation. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Single Parent Conflict Podcast. We hope that you found our conversation useful and informative. Now, if you're a parent or know someone who is a parent, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review to help us reach more people like you. Now, we know that being a parent can sometimes be difficult, but we hope that by sharing our stories and experiences, we can help make things a little easier. So with that being said, I just want to thank you again, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.